I am Lilian Ogazi. The most anticipated bill for an act to provide legal governance, regulatory and physical framework for the Nigerian petroleum industry, the development of host communities and for related matters, otherwise known as the Petroleum Industry Bill, PIB, has finally been signed into law. The first executive bill on the PIB was in 2008, sent to the 6th National Assembly by the administration of the late President Umaru Yaradua. Passage of the bill suffered setbacks as a result of disagreement over 10% as dedicated fund for the development of host communities and sharing of oil profits with international oil companies. 13 years down the line, the Petroleum Industry Bill has finally been signed into law. What exactly does the Petroleum Industry Bill mean and entails? Affair Mayowa the Managing Director of Danfic Petroleum and the former President of Nigerian Association Petroleum Explorationist and also an oil and gas analyst speaks with us. The PIB is a regulatory framework, it's a rules that binds the operations in the oil and gas industry. If you want to put as an investor, you want to put your money somewhere, there are regulations and rules and regulations that guide the play of uh, that business in that country. What we do in Nigeria is completely different from what is done in, in the United States of America. So we have quite a lot of stakeholders here that we take care of. It is important to let everybody know what and what is at stake as an investor, as a, an operator, as a stakeholder, as a community a stakeholder, there are, there are regulatory frameworks that binds everybody as a federal government, as a state government, as a local government. So this put all the rules and regulations in the oil and gas industry together to guide everybody who is in country, who wants to bring their money. These are things that people read. This is the Bible that, or Quran that people read before coming into the country and putting their money or investment into the country. So in plain man's language, it's just uh, the rules that guides the play of oil and gas business in Nigeria. What effect does this have on the petroleum industry in Nigeria? Well, this has a monumental effect and it's a plus to the government that is there. Um, uh, we are not politicians, so I will, I will not want to uh, go into anything politics, but uh, we have been on this for the past 20 years to have a petroleum industry bill that can guide the play of oil and gas industry in Nigeria. It has not been possible. We, it has been stuck with the National Assembly or stuck with the presidency. It was stuck with the community and everybody did not agree in whatever form. So now it has happened. It might not be perfect. It might not be the best. But this is a foundational approval for us to say, yes, this is what we agreed on. Uh, some people, some stakeholders might not be happy with some of the agreements, uh, like the community, you know, they said 3%, 5% might not be comfortable. But now everybody knows that this is what it works. 
until it's improved. So it's a major, major breakthrough for this government. Is it a breakthrough for the better or for the worse? Because we found most people complain about it, especially for just the 3% that have been allocated to host community. So would you say this breakthrough is for the better? I will tell you from my point of view and uh, from the point of view of the industry, mm. I think it's a breakthrough for the better. Okay. The community can still go back uh, to the National Assembly and uh, seek for a review which, I mean, the, the rule is dynamic every day. It's not cast in stone. So it's something that I believe uh, that can be worked on, uh, uh, an improvement can be made, uh, which I also clamor for, uh, but I think it's a major breakthrough. You said an improvement can be made. In what and what aspects can the improvement be made in? Because it's like, it's a breakthrough, but there's a clause to it. What are the clauses to it that you think could be better in the long run? I've overheard, uh, well, there is no law that is perfect all over the world. We will start creating quite a lot of additions here, suppression here. You might not envisage this. So I have had quite a number of people complain so much about allocation of a 3% and 5% from the uh, Senate. So I have seen that, and I believe that that can also be amended uh, as we move on. So, but now, that doesn't stop it from saying, yes, we have a PIB that are 90-something uh, percent of it that is good. And I think that the 3% or, or allocation to the community can be amended with time. That doesn't mean you have to throw away the uh, the baby with the... Bathwater. Uh, yeah, the bathwater. No, I don't think so. Now, is this going to have any effect on the oil prices? For me, I think either with the PIB or without the PIB, the oil subsidy should be removed completely. Let everybody pay. Let the market dictate the price of, of oil. For example, look at uh, communication uh, arena. I use MTN, I use Glue, I use uh, anything. And uh, if I plan to use 20000 in a month, if I finish it in the 15th day of the, of the month, I manage myself through. But in those days, when you have night air, you continue to, 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 to use it and you pile up bills that you can never pay. But now, you pay as you use. So, um, with this example, yeah. you're saying the commercialization is a plus. It's a plus. I, I let it be commercialized. You let people pay as they use. Let it be commercialized. You are listening to Nigeria Daily. And we'll be going on a quick break. Do stay. It's enlightening. It's incisive. It's analytical. It's entertaining. It's educating. It's The Bearing, a podcast from Daily Trust addressing issues that have direct bearing in your life. Join us every week on www.dailytrust.com. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash daily trust. On Twitter at twitter.com forward slash daily trust. And on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash daily trust. To listen in, join us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. We're talking about signing of the Petroleum Industry Bill into law by President Muhammad Buhari. And we just spoke to Afem Iowa, an oil and gas analyst. And he welcomed the idea of the signing into law of the Petroleum Industry Bill. This decision by President Muhammad Buhari seems not to sit well with oil, 
as the Pan Niger Delta Forum, PANDEF, kicks against the assenting of the PIB without the amendment of some controversial section. The National Publicity Secretary, Pan Niger Delta Forum, Mr. Ken Robinson, speaks. It is quite unfortunate that President Muhammadu Buhari has gone ahead to assent to the Petroleum Industry Bill despite the overwhelming outcry and condemnations that greeted its passage by the National Assembly, especially with regards to the paltry 3% provision for the host Communities Development Trust Fund and of course the brazen appropriation of an outrageous 30% of NNPC limited profit for a dubious frontier oil exploration fund. What the action of President Muhammadu Buhari signifies is an unequivocal message to the Niger Delta people that how they feel and what they say do not count in the scheme of things in Nigeria. And it's insensitive, it's callous that the people that have breastfed Nigeria for over 60 years could be treated in, the, in this manner. The Niger Delta people will speak shortly after full consultations on this callous act on the best legal and political response. That was Mr. Ken Robinson, the National Publicity Secretary of Pan Niger Delta Forum. What does signing the PIB into law mean for the common Nigerian? Who will benefit more from it? Belkisu Ahmed speaks with Suraj Oyewale, an economic expert. Uh, well, for me, uh, it's a good development because we've been on this before close to 20 years. Uh, the first time this idea came up was in 2000 when President Obafan just set up what was called the uh, Oil and Gas uh, a Committee led by uh, the late uh, Alaji Ilwano Lukman. And uh, the committee went to went to work, and I think it submitted the report in 2005. Um, this bill was, I mean, it was was submitted to the, I mean, to the National Assembly. And since then, we've been having a lot of back and forth. And um, uh, 14 years after, uh, the bill is coming to, to 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 I mean, to a landing. So I think it's a positive development. So generally, it's an attempt to reform the oil and gas industry in Nigeria. It's an attempt to get things done in line with some of the practices that uh, I mean, that operate in some advanced countries with respect to oil and gas industry. So I would say it's in that light, it's a good development. Uh, but whether it is going to have lasting impact on the uh, ordinary man on the street, I really cannot say because, I mean, it's not about the policy, it's about uh, the implementation when it comes to effect on the ordinary man on the street. So are you trying to say if it's not fully implemented, the ordinary Nigerian cannot benefit from it? Definitely. I mean, if a number of the uh, provisions are quite progressive. There are, I mean, there are things that are progressive and, I mean, I would want to believe that if they are well implemented, I mean, they're going to benefit the ordinary man on the street. It has the opportunity, I mean, the, the potential to create more jobs, that the potential to also lead to a number of contracts, a number of towns are probably going to come alive again with oil and gas projects. And the people in that town are, of course, going to benefit from the a new wave of economic activities in them. So uh, in, in that regard, I would say it's a quite uh, positive development. But like I said, it's just about this, about implementation. It's one thing to have some of these provisions written, written in the law on paper. And at the same time, it's another kettle of fish, how it is implemented. But do you think commercializing it also will make it more available for the ordinary Nigerian to enjoy? Commercialization of NPC is a good development, but it's a good development. And um, I don't think NPC has always been has been in business never to make profit anyway. And um, so um, the major change that has happened to NPC is that it is, you know, it is not going to be driven by a new law called, I mean, we're not a new law anyway. I mean, laws guiding other companies, which is the Companies and Allied Matters Act, KAMA, rather than the special law that was made for NNPC called the NNPC Act of, I think, 1977. So we now have a NNPC, now a limited liability company. Mm -hmm. are subject to the laws guiding other companies in Nigeria, you know. 
to in that light you can see I mean, that's good that's that that should translate to some form of uh, efficiency and some sort of um getting things done in in the proper manner so um that might that might mean some more money for government and if the government uses the money for for the benefit of the people yes could be some sort of um of course benefit to the ordinary man there are some other provisions in the bill which are going to uh, directly impact the citizens. Some positively, some of them might be negative in the in the short term, uh, like the deregulation uh, provision and uh, the people around that the locations of such economic activities are going to generally benefit from them. Okay, sir, please let's go back a bit where you said this will generate more jobs. Can you please expand how these jobs will be created and how they can be of benefit to the people? Okay, one of the provisions of that bill is the a new drive towards frontier exploration, you know, exploration of you know, new search for oil, new exploration, drilling of exploration wells and all of that. Mm. So uh, what that means is that there is going to be some sort of um, search for more oil in areas which have been designated and which preliminary information has confirmed that they are oil here. So, of course, when those activities are going on, there are going to be new contractors, there are going to be new employees, there are going to be new geologies that have been recruited, there have been new, new people providing all the services. And even in areas that are already, um, where oil is already being produced, uh, some of these provisions you know, are going to lead to new projects. And when a project, when, when an oil and gas project is being done anywhere, it tests for the economy of that place. For example, um, for an oil exploration activity, oil production activity, you have people working there that will be employed I mean, mostly on contract basis. You have people going there to, even the case track, people that provide food for them. We'll be happy. Everybody likes to work in an area of oil exploration. Anytime there is an improvement, a new wave of oil production activities, generally people get jobs. And don't forget the fact that another provision of that, of the Petroleum Industry Act, is um, this host community levy, you know, host community development. What that means is that as all this infrastructure and similar services that are stated in the Petroleum Industry Act to be provided, as they are being provided, is going to be lead to more contracts for people, more work for people in the host communities. So it's a whole lot of uh, new jobs for people if the provisions are, are, are implemented. Suraj Oyewale, an economic expert, speaking with Bill Kiso Ahmed. Government policies are meant to better the lives of citizens. With this finally coming into effect 13 years after, we wait and watch as it ripples down to better the lives of the common man. God bless Nigeria. With that, we've come to the end of this episode of Nigeria Daily. Thank you so much for listening. To everyone whose voices we heard on the show, we say a big thank you. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production and you can download this and other episodes on dailytrust.com and on bossprouts.com. You can also listen in on Spotify, Google Podcasts and TuneIn Radio. If you have questions or comments, let us know on our social media handles on Twitter and Instagram at daily underscore trust and on Facebook at daily trust. You can also send us messages via WhatsApp on 0913-893-3390. Bye for now.